once again to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and joining me is my co-host Matt Dudek. Hey there, everybody. Matt, you can find on Twitter at Horizon Matt. You can find us on the web at HorizonRoundtable.com. You can find links to all of our social sites and where you can find us where podcasts are available at HorizonRoundtable.subscribe. Be sure to subscribe to us where podcasts are available, of course, and become a patron. Patreon.com slash Horizon Roundtable. And Matt, it wasn't really a great week for the Horizon League again. It was just another was of all so the weeks slow. we've had. That was one of them. You know, like it was one of it them. was a little. Yeah, it, it was slow. There was a couple of good moments. There were some, oh no, what's going on moments. And then there was a what the hell moment. So like. Yeah, that's right. So, so yeah, I mean, Purdue Fort Wayne was doing Purdue Fort Wayne things. Northern Kentucky had a good weekend. And then we had a couple upsets that we're going to talk about later. But let's get into that what the heck moment. Um, and we'll also talk okay, about here we go. the injunction. Yeah, we're gonna talk. We're also gonna talk about the injunction that's actually gonna probably help Detroit Mercy. But the what the heck moment, of course, is oh on Saturday and the IUPUI Lindenwood game. Normally, we would talk about how the Jags are in free fall again during the non-conference, but with 121 left in the game, a YouTuber named Mantis tried the. He's a, he's a, we find out that we'll actually talk to him here in a moment. He's an IUPUI alum. He tried to check in the game wearing, of all things, a LeBron James Heat jersey. So I mean, I appreciate the coordination. It, it did look almost right on first glance. It, I swear to you, if he wanted to stick the landing, he should have gotten an IUPUI jersey with either Matt Crenshaw or George Hill's number on it. That, that would have stuck the landing for me. <laughs> so we are, we are going to talk to him. We're actually going to talk to him momentarily. Before we get into all that, Matt, though... I want to address this whole thing because, you know, as I'm sure we all know, you know, this is kind of outside of what we usually do. And by kind of, I mean, we do goofy things all the time, like, oh, I don't know, proposing the Horizon League and the NEC merge, or John creating creating rules for a drinking game during ESPN broadcast. I can't wait for this year's tipsy offs. Oh my God! Yeah, um, and let's not forget the you know the the fans battle royale where we had invited fans to openly bag on each other. You know we used oh, to do that. Oh, I got here. started here for being honest. Exactly. So obviously, with all that said, nothing is compared to what we witnessed on Saturday. Was it over the top? Eh, yeah, probably. Is this guy lucky he didn't get arrested? Also, yes. Spoiler but for me, alert: it, it, He didn't get arrested. He did not. <laughs> We're giving away the interview, man. Yeah, some of y'all who were not happy about the whole situation are probably going to be mad what ha- at the end get what happened to this guy in the end, which is a whole lot of nothing actually. Um, some, some of you, let me just put this out here before we get to it. Some of y'all need to lighten up a little bit, and it, it's going to be okay. Like if I can talk to Matt Crenshaw about it, if Jalen Counter, who was at the line, can laugh about it, like some of y'all need to lighten up a little bit. It's just college basketball. It's okay, really. Yeah, it really is. And honestly, you know, with where my head and where my head has been in that blood, I mean, seriously, guys, there was a reason that John and Matt were doing the podcast without me about three weeks ago. Um, and I'm not going to get into this. And you know what? You know, I appreciated the laugh. And for that, I'm going to I'm going to indulge this absurdity. I am because I thought it was hilarious. We'll get back to the seriousness of the blah week we had a little outside of, you know, after this. But and if you want to fast forward this, you know, it's 12 minutes in. So there you go. So let's go ahead and get started. Let's go ahead and talk to this guy. 
All right, so without any further ado, uh, we wanted to introduce Mantis. Welcome, Mantis, uh, to the podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, you gave us a good laugh. Yes, yeah, honor to be here, man. You know, the tough loss last night. Uh, we were, I thought we were going to have a chance. We were down seven, but uh, Lindenwood, I still don't know where that is in the country, but we took the L, and now we're just going to move on to the next game. You know, before we even start to break down this game, and I love that you're clearly coming at this as an IUPUI fan. Um, tell us a little bit about you, because our, our league tends to, you know, maybe uh, trend a little bit older. So I don't know if everyone's really familiar with the YouTuber that is Mantis. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and just like what it is you're doing on, on out there? Yeah, man. Well, I went to IUPUI. I graduated in 19, unfortunately. And after that, I worked with Barstool Sports, where I made videos, blog, podcasts, you name it. Uh, I left. I got laid off from Barstool in the end of 2020, and since then I've been independent. And this year, probably since May, I've been really ramping up my my platform, man. I've been going just and crazy on YouTube and TikTok and all these shorts and reels. And I've been I just hit 53,000 subs this morning. Uh, 50k on IG. My I'll see this this video that I edited, and then the full game footage of the me walking onto the uh, court has been just blowing up on you know bleacher report over time everyone's posting it i'm waiting for that sports center post that should come up soon and i'm just uh i'm just a funny mother effort man that's what people tell me so i just keep making people laugh and it's i love i love what i do i love putting on for the world and just making people's days better when you were at iupui did you attend games were you were you in the jungle oh god no no so (laughs) here's the thing with the so we uh the, the the court or sorry, so IUPUI plays at, he said, wow. <laughs> at a IUPUI, they play at far, the Indiana State Fair, the Farmers Coliseum, which is about 15 minutes, yeah, about like 15 minutes away from campus. And college kids have no desire to uh, drive that far, nor is there any like, school spirit at the school. So there's a little gym actually on campus. It's, it's the actual jungle gym. Uh, the girls play there. They won't let the men play there because they're afraid that uh, the, the school is afraid that they'll pack the house every night and it'll be fun. So instead, they play basketball 15 minutes away and make you pay like board money for parking and gas and pick tickets. And then about like I think 25 people show up every every uh every game. So it's a, it's a pretty uh, you can literally you can literally sneeze during free throws and you can hear the whole building. It's incredible. It is I've never seen anything like it. But uh, that is IUPUI for you. So uh, I'm glad you brought all that up. Obviously. Um. So what? kind of was your thought process kind of going into this is this kind of something you planned out a little bit or is it something you showed up to the you showed up to the game in the morning the during the day and said you know what i'm gonna do this yeah so a few weeks ago i had a video of me sneaking onto an nfl field where i snuck onto the uh the colts lucas oil stadium the lucas field. oil stadium yeah, yeah. i saw that but- yeah, thank you. Uh, that that blew up, but I mean, obviously, like at the end, I showed that I had a I had a I had a field pass the whole time, but I made it seem like it was like a make a wish, but and people thought it was, and uh, uh, that's my life too. Like I've always been uh, one of my nicknames on the internet is the make a wish kid because of my physique, because I'm so like bent and like no one's ever seen anything like it. So like, that's incredible. Sometimes I think I am too, but with the um, IEPUI idea, I was originally going to sneak courtside. To do another like you know sticking courtside to a college game, but then the, the night before we were me and my boy were just talking like oh you know what I think uh, we should just get all, I should just sub myself as I should just sub myself in because I've never, never seen any videos of anyone uh, doing that so so let's do it so I had this I've had this Miami Heat LeBron outfit since I was in high school 
it was perfect got the fit and then i knew as soon as the it was like three minutes left or yeah no minute, minute 21 20, there was a minute, minute 21 20, yeah yes minute 21 yes yeah, so that, that was that was my time to shine because there was one guy going in. I said, this is my last shot. It's probably, it's, it'll be, there probably won't be any more timeouts or any subs after this. So I just went there and uh, I, I, I wish I would have got, I wish I, I wish I wasn't able to sit my butt on the court like I'm getting ready, but they grabbed me and they were screaming, oh, yeah. security, 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 security. They thought I was like, <laughs> I, I, I was about to do something crazy, but uh, I checked myself in and before I knew it, I was getting kicked out and it was unfortunate and we lost and people were walking. I'm dropping the vlog of all that tomorrow on Young Mantis, and okay. I was I was kicked out, and people were walking out and said, "Yo, you're we, if they would have put you in, we were one." So that's the Jets for you. They don't want to win. Where were you so, uh, when IUPUI actually had a call out to players a few years ago? Oh yeah, man, looking was for like, people. Like where were you? Exactly, there was that open tryouts in 22, man. Bro, I applied for it. <laughs> so I, I, I tried out for the Fort Wayne Mad Ants uh, in 2018. Um, that's another video too. So I and I, I've hit I have a video of me on YouTube I've hit 98 free throws in a row so I'm like one of the best basketball players ever but like people was not giving me the ball because the way I look so I tried to uh, try out for the IEPUI team and like four hours later they're just they're getting so much I I I hate I people were shitting on the school pretty much for like having tryouts mid season so they, they just they stopped doing tryouts they're like all right we're not doing it anymore so I couldn't get a chance to really shine I'm pretty sure we were two of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it we may, pointed it out during an episode. Guaranteed. Make it three. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one thing, um, I, I know Bob and I both have. So I talked to Matt Crenshaw, coach of IUPUI, uh, after after that game yesterday with you, I and, and uh, because uh, I just yeah. wanted to, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I, I almost felt bad. I didn't want to like ask him about about the stunt when you know he just lost, but he was cool about it. And um, his biggest thing is he, he once they knew that there was no danger, like you you made people nervous for a minute there, and then then he he thought you were in distress because you threw out the make a wish thing and all that. Like, um, you, you know, just talk about that. Like, did you just have any interaction? What did he, what did uh, Crenshaw say to you in that moment as you were trying to check in? Yeah, no, he just told me to keep grinding and uh, keep getting my shots up. And then eventually I get my name and my minutes in. But he said it would have been better if we were up 20 than I could have gotten in. But I, he was too focused on winning, and I didn't realize that. So uh, he just said, uh, yeah, just keep staying in the gym, young bull. Get your shine. Um, not, not to, you know, not to throw – not to kind of veer off to the seriousness, but um, does it trouble you that, you know, in this case, do you review to somebody who is in need of professional help? Oh, no, I embrace that shit. It is so funny to me because, like, I am literally a one of one. And, like, I you hear it all. It's like, oh, you're, it's the Barstool guy. Oh, it's the IEPUI guy. Oh, it's the guy with a cerebral palsy. Or, oh, it's the guy with Down syndrome. Like, it's, I I have that dark humor, too. Wow. And, yeah. Holy well, I've, I've had I didn't even go that far. No, it's incredible. I've had, there's people on the internet that are like, yo, like, if you look at all the comments on like Bleacher Report over time, it's like, yo, this, uh, there seems to be a mental disability with this guy. <laughs> like, it's, any any video I go viral, it's like half like, this dude is like insanely hilarious. It's half like, yo, is this guy autistic? Like, it's just, it is so incredible. So I play off of that and like, oh, it's, I love it. I absolutely love it. Are you uh, banned from the Coliseum, or was there oh, yeah. any police issues or anything yesterday that just tell you to go get out of here and be done? Funny, funny you ask. So <clears throat> the security guard, excuse me, <clears throat> the security guy who kicked me out, I called him Thanos, but uh, he was locking me out, and he said, all right, well, you're getting trespassing, and as soon as you walk out this door, there's going to be a cop waiting for you. 
So he like threw me out the door, and I felt like I was like in the wild west. Like I got kicked out of a like a bar salon because there was <laughs> no one in like miles around me. It was like just like literally like dust and air flying around, and like just me staying out of the Coliseum. And I was like, all right. So I just walked to my car and went home. <laughs> like nothing happened. So I I did not get trespassing. Uh, I actually got hit up some IUPUI players and said, yo, next game we got you with tickets. Come show out. We love you. I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. I freak yeah, let's do it. So. You're good. It, so, I'm sorry. So you're listening to the podcast you know we dropped that bombs right there. You're good now. Thank you. So basically you're an IUPUI super fan is what I'm getting out of this conversation. Like you're in. Uh, no, I am not a fan, but I am happy to uh, <laughs> do as much as I can for this school because honestly, at the end of the day, this school, uh, they, if, if I've been doing a lot of videos at IEPU. It goes back to um, I worked for Pat Mac. I, worked for, I used to be a ball boy for the Colts, and then I worked for Pat McAfee when he opened up Barstool Indy. Then I started making videos at IEPUI when I was in college, you know, making fun of the school, and then doing stuff around like the Indy 500 and downtown. So like it's a domino effect of if I would have been able to be on this platform in the situation, I wouldn't be where I am right now. So I'm thankful for IEPUI, but it's still a joke to me. I remember a video. It was a few years back about a guy who was going up to people asking because there was an IUPUI game going on. There was a guy who was going up asking people about the IUPUI game. Was that you? Oh, that was me. Yeah, 2018. Holy crap! Oh my god, I can't believe I remember that. Full circle. That might have been been end of 20. Yeah, 2017, 20. Yeah, dude, I was like. 40 pounds lighter I, that that was an actual maker wish kid doing that video that was a huge difference between who i am now that was a skinny man but uh yeah that was me wow okay so so this is yes full circle <laughs> Literally, yeah, it is. i've been doing this for seven years now i, I started doing videos with pat mcfee like the summer of 17 so about six years yeah all right well um yeah, I mean, Matt, did you have anything else? No, I, I appreciate you uh, giving us a couple minutes to come in and talk uh, IUPUI and what what we just witnessed yesterday. <laughs> this yeah, is yeah, actually we... this interview is actually somehow funnier than than that whole entire incident. By the way, just kind of throw that out there. Just this is actually a whole other level. No, so yeah, thank no, you. Thank you. Yeah, no one's talking about how we lost yesterday. No one's talking about that. So I'm very pissed off about that. Oh, well, we'll get to that. We'll actually get to that after this interview, but. <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll be breaking whole, down the whole week of Horizon games. I mean, Cleveland State had a big victory over Bradley, so make sure you tune back in for those, man. Like, we're, that's all coming in this exactly. podcast here. Exactly. Hey, shout, out, so. shout out Counter. He had 23 yesterday. He put on. But, he he also found you funny per, per, per Instagram. He, he was amused because he was at the line. IG stories, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, his mom, uh, his mom commented on page like, "Just my son. He's the best free throw shooter." And I was like, "Girl, jazz, baby." Well, man. To tell you though, he, he definitely like cool, calm, and collected considering the situation because he came in and then he did his did what he needed to do. So just shout out to Jalen yeah. Counter for having that like focus. So all I right, was, so oh sorry, go ahead. I, uh, thank thank you guys for tweet. You guys were the first ones to uh, tweet the video, and everyone was sending me the Horizon tweet so that you guys really uh, sparked uh, the viralness. So thanks for you guys. Turns really. out you needed to be watching the game to know what happened, and not too many people yeah. were. But here we are because this is what we do. Wait, let me. Okay, that's what, what was harder: watching the game or hearing that freaking buzz fuzz going on the whole fucking like end of the like, second half, like the broadcast. Oh my god! Wait, there was a buzz. Okay, I didn't hear it. So. Oh, you guys didn't hear that? Oh man, yeah. Uh, it was yeah, it was just your particular device. I don't know, but no, I didn't cool. hear it at all. 
I didn't catch it, yeah. but uh, I was, I'm not going to lie, I was not present for the game. I was just kind of watching it with sound off. So, oh, that's bad. That's the way to do it. Was it was kind of better that way. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, um, Young Man is two on IG, Young Man is two, uh, Young Man is two on YouTube. So, you know, check out, check it out. I guess there's going to be a full video log about this. So, yeah, go ahead and check it out. Yes, sir. Young Mantis 2 everywhere. Vlog coming out tomorrow on Young Mantis. Thank you, boys, for having me. And go Jags. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, that was enlightening. I had a good time. Oh, my God. You know what? As funny as the whole entire video and him setting it up, that interview was like 20 times funnier. I, I did not. I didn't see that coming. I didn't. I uh, I came in pretty uh, not excited to talk to him. My daughter was who's who's ten was more excited I was going to talk to him than than I was. But uh, I left with a better impression than I expected to. I mean, I I was I personally I was wrestling with this. I think I mentioned this. I re- I was wrestling with this myself. But it's like you know what? Let's roll with it, man. I don't care. It's Look, okay. when someone who's got fifty thousand subscribers it. and gets million million hits on something, if we don't talk about it, I think it's that's absurd and not doing a service to the league at that point. Like you can't ignore yeah. it. Like in, in our well, state. No, like, because, and, and to draw, I mean, the whole like argument about we're drawing attention to this guy the opposite is true. This guy's got way more of an audience than we do. Sorry guys. We're a horizon league podcast. Our I audience, wish we had half the audience and sponsors and, and clout that this dude has, but the reality is we don't. So no, we're not giving him, a platform dude's got his platform he he came and graced yeah. us with his whether anyone wants to admit that or not that's the reality i mean you guys can think whatever you want about this guy but you know next week it's christmas you guys are going to be thinking about presents and shit <laughs> so um and by the way props to uh, i gotta say this because we we mentioned this a couple of times props to matt crenshaw all right absolutely i mean class human I mean, really, I mean, here's a guy who basically like, I mean, he, he legitimately thought this was like a, a, a crazy person. He, he went into like, like, he worked to de-escalate the situation. He's like, yeah, I mean, he was very, he was very cool, calm and collected because I'd like to remind everybody that Matt Crenshaw's ex-military and he probably would have messed somebody up if he got, you know, if, if they, you know, but he didn't need to because, you know, that's the kind of guy he is. That's why we wish you, you know, IUPUI would do better. We wish you could have a little more success on the court because we like Matt Crenshaw a lot. You got to see Matt Crenshaw, the human, a little bit. Like he's that ex-military. He de-escalated the situation once he knew that everything was okay. He was, he, he, at first, I mean, like I said, I talked to him. He legitimately thought that this was somebody in distress or like, yeah. you know, like making it, he, he didn't realize it was a YouTube prank. You know, he just wanted to make sure everyone was okay. His players, this guy, like all was good. Heads up, um, Matt Crenshaw's a better human than most of us. Just reality. Yes. Definitely better than me. I'll tell you that much. I'm, I suck. So now um, Matt Crenshaw's not getting the results, and we'll talk about that. But Matt Crenshaw, the human, A plus. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, this is a this is a chalk up another loss to uh, Lindenwood, man. That's not good because Lindenwood. This is their only their second year in D one. That's not good. That was not the result they needed on their home court. 
No, and uh, and Ken Palm and uh, the net are collectively beating up uh, IUPUI. So, yeah, congratulations. You guys are now dear, near the bottom five of all college basketball programs again. <laughs> this is how the Horizon like, gets themselves in trouble, though. Like, this is what we do. So, I'm glad you brought that up. Because here's something that, because we, we alluded to this at the very beginning. The trouble that some of the some of these Horizon League teams get into. Detroit Mercy has had a lot of that out of the whole this season. Because they haven't won a one they haven't won a game. But they finally got some good news. And no, I'm not talking about the guy from prep school who probably won't play until the conference season starts. I'm shouldn't play. About the, you meant you, you should have used the word probably shouldn't play. I don't think he's going to anyway. I mean, I, uh, anyway. God, I wish I had that confidence in that. But anyway. So so there was a group of attorneys general who basically sued the NCAA to get a, a, a temporary restraining order on this whole, you know, multi-year transfer waiver nonsense. Because clearly too many Power six, t- Tower 6 players were having to sit out and getting their waivers denied. So... Like the and it was it it was a group of all of them. It's like uh, Ohio, West Virginia. Actually, I think West Virginia is what started this whole nonsense. North Carolina and a couple of others. Maybe so West Virginia should have focused on getting a coach sober. But anyway, well, or they're just concentrating on what they're going to offer Jared Calhoun next year. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um. So the announcement came out, it actually came out from Ohio um, Attorney General David Yost's office that the, the, this 14-day temporary restraining order, which was granted, was um, turned into a preliminary injunction. And so that means that any player from now until the end of spring sports can play their, uh, are, is eligible to play without them being penalized for you know, for transfer, for, you know, being a transfer, basically. Now, hey, Bob, doesn't Detroit Mercy have a couple people that might fall into that category? That would be Alex Chiku. And I've been, I finally figured out how to say, see, it, see, it's a PJ Grodowski, because he actually like has like a whole entire thing and I never read it. I finally got around to reading because he has the pronunciations of all of the players. Yeah, Alex Chiku. I'm not going to, I'm never going to not say it wrong again. So well, yes, hey, he is look old. at that. We learned how to say it right before he's probably going to see the floor and have an impact. Well, I guess the question becomes now, does he play? And if you're playing, watching this after Monday, after Detroit Mercy plays Loyola Marymount, you know the answer to this question. I don't know if he's going to play against Loyola Marymount. I don't know if he made the trip to California. My understanding is Emmanuel Quack did. So that would be useful. Um, they could use that. They could definitely use him. Um, you, know what's not, you know what's not useful for the league, though? If we can kind of. Oh, yes. To my point here. Um, sure. What's not useful for the league, though, is when the 331st ranked Ken Palm team all of a sudden changes their roster and maybe even starts winning some games. Which, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yay, for, yay for them. But this is how the league ends up in trouble because they just start beating each other. And all of a sudden, that's a very different team than this 0-10 team is currently. When you yeah. add in, add in these pieces, and now yeah. everybody starts to drop. Yeah, yeah, and I don't. But and this happens every single year too, by the way. Every single year, 
So, I mean, stop doing that. Come on. And I it's mean, always Detroit Mercy. I mean, not always. It's usually Detroit Mercy. Hey, this team's not very good. Hey, we're going to add Gerald Adele. Here we go. Game on. Yeah. Like, there you go. And somehow that's supposed to make things better. Right. All right. I'm done talking about Detroit Mercy. Let's yeah. get into some good stuff, man. We we let's get into some good stuff. Let's get into let's get into uh let's get into some upsets, man. So we're gonna let's, not let's talk get... about Robert Morrison Delaware, right? We're not gonna talk about Robert Morrison Delaware. Robert Morrison, yeah. Well, that's funny because um, if memory serves correct, uh, Delaware is a top 100 net team, or and I believe they're also somewhere near 100 in Ken Palm. And Robert Morris should have won that game. And they lost by four. Well, you so, said we're going to talk about upsets. So then if we're not talking about that game, th- that means we're not talking about Wright State losing to Western Kentucky. Oh, we are absolutely not doing that either. No. Okay, well, um, well, then, if we're following up, I mean, we already talked about IUPUI, uh, so we're not going to mention IUPUI getting absolutely dismantled by Minnesota. Um, we are not going to do that, because that's just, that's just, I mean, I think we've we've talked about IUPUI enough today, don't you think? I mean, I've, I'm i all set. Um, getting a, a you know, <laughs> 40-point blowout to Minnesota is uh, somehow yeah. only worse to letting a uh, YouTuber walk onto your court and almost check into the game. Um Okay, so you said we're going to talk about good things. Uh, Green Bay UIC? Yes. There's this was one. A very hey. good, this is a very good week for Horizon League teams and sworn enemies of the Horizon League. Sorry, UIC fans. If any of you are still uh, listening, UIC is still on UIC, our side. UIC has like three actual fans. Horizon Boy was there and said if there was 800 people there, it was that was a generous number. Like There were more people could, who liked that tweet of ours than uh, who were at the UIC game. Jim Serrell was at the game, and he might have outnumbered UIC fans at the game. He might have. Great transition to the MVC, guys. So. How's that working out for everybody over there? Oh, it's, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Green Bay brought their own juice. They They did. Love it. Oh, my God. So, yeah. um, So, yeah, Green Bay got the upset. Elijah Jones, last second tip-in. Noah Reynolds playing his ass off. You got 31 in that game. That was – I mean, we're going to see a lot of ups and downs with with Green Bay um, like we did when they played Oklahoma. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But that game itself, that that game against UIC was outstanding in the sense that they were actually, I believe they were down by 10 in that game. And they came back and they won that game. And that is probably something, if they don't do any better, if things, it's going to be obviously pretty up and down for them. But that. That is something they can hang their hat on and that's, give them some momentum moving forward. Oklahoma not standing. That's the kind of game that, as a coach, you look back, you go, know, we, we were an improved team from last year. Like, yes. if, you're the, if you're the AD, uh, Josh Moon, right? Like, you look at it yes, and go, Josh Moon. we are an improved basketball team from what we were under Will Ryan. Under Will Ryan, Green Bay would not have even been close, let alone been able to battle back and end up tipping in to win this game. It just would not have exactly. happened. That team... That team did not have that kind of fight. This team does. That's the yeah, stunning Wix factor. 
They brought the juice, Matt. They brought the juice. They brought the juice, and thank goodness there wasn't a lot of people there. They didn't even have to share it. There you go. Hey. So, yeah. So, that was a – so, we're we're seeing a lot of things with with um obviously no no Reynolds you know we, we talked about we talked about him in the preseason about what kind of impact he was going to have on this Green Bay team and he's definitely lived up to that um the guys they brought in though the new the other new guys they brought in um you know Elijah Jones um how many times have we talked about John A Logan College in here how many times um, uh, John A Logan yeah, so I, I yeah, wasn't keeping Elijah track. Jones. That was my job. I'm sorry, I, I missed that. Assignment. No, it was not. Okay, cool. Well, one of the other things too that we are seeing here with Green Bay is you're seeing you're seeing an emergence of the freshmen. Remember, David Douglas, David Douglas is a freshman. Marcus Hall is a freshman, and those guys played 30 plus minutes in that game against UIC. So when you're getting that kind of you know, contribution from freshmen. Future's looking bright for them. Well, and we've or talked about say, a lot on this. Wait, wait, wait. Or should I say, Sunny? Sunny? We've talked. That's terrible. You should be ashamed. If I could mute you for like five, like a five-minute timeout, I would. Um, I wish we the, had. I wish I had a soundboard. Or that was the the whole like uh, CSI. No, <laughs> that's where it would have came. <laughs> Uh, the thing with but, Green Bay, like you said, that they're they're doing this with some freshmen on the floor, which is very different yeah. than a lot of teams in the horizon, which, you know, can't be talked about getting old. He went out to the and went the Juco route and he's got a bunch of these, you know, Jack Golkies like my age, I think. Like, you know, like he's not quite that old, but like, you know, Green Bay is doing it with some young guys and in which is great. But then, you know, it'll be interesting to see over the next offseason or two if if Sonny can keep things going in the right way or is he going to lose these guys in the portal? These guys that are showing that they can do it. Well, that's a good question. I guess we'll find out soon enough. Um, you know, you never know. But I mean, so far so good. Anytime so so somebody good. in the Horizon League can beat UIC at this point, that's a good day in my book. Especially if that team is Green Bay, who now has more Division One wins in what twelve games than they did all last season. Turns out, maybe Will Ryan wasn't the answer all along. Who knew? Mm. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I um, so yeah, I guess I suppose we could talk about Western Kentucky and Wright State because once again, uh, the offense, the defense wasn't there for Wright State again. Uh, same same, same story, that. new team. Yeah, that, I mean, that's you gave up ninety one. It's you know Trey Kelvin score Trey Kelvin scoring, but you know he's also given up just as many points as as he's putting in. You know, like. I don't know. This has not been a good, yeah. This has not been been a good go round in the non conference for Wright State. It just hasn't. I mean, it's been ups and downs, and and the and defensively, it's been a problem. It's really been a problem. There's been one game where we saw the defense that we keep hearing about, and that was Illinois State. That was the only game. So. I think that's going to be a problem moving forward, or maybe not. I don't know. I mean. Horizon League schedule is always a weird one. <laughs> something something to note from that game, um, I think, in my opinion, uh, as we get into conference play here, is uh Braun and Noel really kind of struggled in this game. Uh didn't yeah. did, they were kind of not they were non factors. I don't even I can't even say they struggled. They were not, they were non factors playing against, you know, a couple other bigs. And I think 
something to keep an eye on as we get into the league because there are some teams that can play down low. You know, uh, we've talked about uh, Dines over at Youngstown. That's a seven seven plus footer. Like, what's it yeah. going to look like when they actually have to match up with with some players down there? Because I don't think that Calvin and Holden I mean, can do all yeah, of it. Forget- yeah, you know, forget dines for a minute. I mean, think about you know, think about some of the you know, think about the struggles they had last season with Braun and Noel in the lineup. And I don't know if that's improved really. If, you know, if we're being honest, this is a game that they needed to win. I mean, Western Kentucky is a yeah. good team this season. They're not, you know, they are. Not, they are. But at home, at in the Nutter Center, no, that's a game that they needed to to pull out. Would have been good yeah. for them, good for the league, all those things. I mean, this is the time of year, you know, not, not paying attention to the two games we played in conference, where I'm rooting for every Horizon League team. I genuine, I want Detroit Mercy to win yeah. its games even right now. But man, right state, where were you? Come on, this this is one we needed needed you to win, and you didn't. You didn't yeah. do your job. Exactly. No, I mean. Well, uh, speaking think, of not doing your job, uh, let's talk about talk- Milwaukee. Man, how when? Okay, I get when is when is when is BJ Freeman coming back? They better they hope that not only does back. he come back, but that but that he he is a hundred percent version yeah. of himself. Because I don't even know if a hundred percent version of himself would have fixed some of what's ailing Milwaukee right now. They're just no, not putting it together. Help, what would also help is Langston Wilson coming back, and he he was sending out some cryptic posts about maybe he'll be back sooner than we think, theoretically. I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll find out soon enough, I suppose. Um, yeah, I should right, point Aaron out Rogers. though. I I should point out though. I mean, uh, and I didn't realize this at the time that Longwood has only lost one game. They're a good team from from what I can can gather about them. I mean, I, I'm not going to tell you that I've followed everything about Longwood, but they're in the top 150 in in Ken Palm, so it's you know it's a good team. Yeah, they are a better. Well, clearly, I mean, and. Yeah, and and again they they gotta find some more scoring. I mean, this time it was, you know, Eric Pratt, who of course I said, you know, I was really high on last episode, did not do as well this time around. He was two for ten from three point. Ugh, that is no bueno. Um, not what you need. Definitely not what you need. They were the team as a total was eight for twenty six, so that was not great either. So. And when you have a team that is not, you know, in the uh, in the paint is not as good as maybe it was even last year, you got to have those shots fall. And when those shots aren't falling, you're in trouble. And they were. They absolutely were. Not helping matters was, you know, Longwood only took 13 three-pointers, and, but they made seven of them. So they made those shots count when they needed to. But I should point out also they had 46 points in the paint, so that's a problem too. Just Real problem. From Milwaukee. I mean, it was I'm not, not. I'm not here to. I'm not here to count Milwaukee out completely yet because there's still. I mean, a lot of season to play. There's still a relative. I mean, they're a year and a half in with a new coach. Like, I'm not. I'm not gonna count out Bart Lundy yet by any means. But he, you know, he's, he's got to put it back some together. Some key pieces, and then some key pieces haven't really materialized specifically in the front court. I mean, let's call it what it is. I mean that I'm is that is a still problem. So, um, so on Thursday we had two, you know, two horizons. Oh, I don't want to even talk is... about them. Oh, who cares? Okay. You guys, you guys, I mean, you played okay. some non-competition. And you won. Great there job. There is one thing that I wanted to point out, and I don't know if this is going to be a thing that actually happens in a conference game, 
But during the Youngstown State game against Bethany, for some reason, Jared Calhoun decided to roll out Gabe Dines and Emmanuel Zorgball on the floor at the same time. I don't know if he's going to do that during the Horizon League game, and I really hope he doesn't. It's a lot of human on the floor. That is a lot, a lot, a lot of human. So that was the only thing I would, yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, I mean, University of the Cumberland, I didn't realize was undefeated, but uh, apparently they're NAIA undefeated, which means translates to, what, a 35-point loss? Yeah, they're they're a good NAI team from what I've heard about them. I I don't follow NAI close enough to tell you anything, but they're a good NAI team. Great. Northern Kentucky took care of them. Great. So so let's let's fast forward to the other upset of the of the week, which is and I can't believe we waited this long to talk about it because it is Cleveland State beating Bradley and Brian Wardle. This was like a a competition with myself to see how long I could keep you away from this game, because I'm just going to mute myself and let you go for however long you need now. Yeah, so this was great because good Drew Louder showed up and boy, did he. 26 points, six for nine from three. I he was insane. Tristan and Aruna showed up in the second half. I mean, in the first half, he was things did not go well for him in the second half. He got all his, I think he pretty much got all his points. He's ended up with 23. And amazingly enough, and Bradley had no answer for them at all on the offensive glass at all. I mean, they really didn't have any answer for him on the defensive glass either, to tell you the truth. And that was really a very good game for Cleveland State. Uh, There was a TJ Moss appearance too, by the way. He was in for like a minute. I had to like squint to see, is that really TJ Moss? Yeah, it's him. So now they have some extra depth at the uh, at the guard position, which is funny because this is their starting lineup, Matt. It was Drew Lauder, Tristan Anaruna, Tay Williams, Dylan Arnett, and Jason Woodridge. They went big for this game. They started big for this game. And it paid off. So I think that's going to be, that is a very good, uh, just like the uh, UIC win, for Green Bay, this Cleveland State win over Bradley, and they were there you know, up until probably now. Um, you know, they were top hundred, hovering near the top hundred, both Ned and Ken Palm. So, good win for Cleveland State, and a need a win they absolutely needed, a win they absolutely needed on the road because they haven't won. They actually haven't won on the road all year. So, perhaps the ship has been righted. Let's hope so. Okay, Matt, I'm done. Okay, whew. good good work there, Bob. I was just just letting you letting roll. Um, I think my biggest takeaway was uh, I hate when Tristan and Runa shoots the three. What, what, yeah. I hate it. But uh, I know. I, mean, I know. I mean, yeah, I know. With you. Every time he does it, I'm like, no, stop it. Oh, okay, fine, I guess. But stop it. Yeah, you're not there for. Yeah, that lineup there was specifically geared towards you. Don't have to shoot the three. Uh, Tristan, give it to Drew, give it to Jason, let them shoot it, and you should be fine. And Bob, as a Cleveland State person, you can shed a little light. Uh, Cleveland State is dealing with some injury stuff too, yeah? Yeah, so KJ Debrick is out for the year. Um, and Chase Robinson, they're one of the, yeah, so they swap in TJ, they bring in TJ Moss, and then Chase Robinson's out. 
So, but they do have, but it looks like uh, they have Ramar Pryor and and Jalen Rice back in in you know full capacity. They played like ten guys uh, against Bradley. They played, t- they went ten deep in that bench, and they can do that. And in when Chase Robinson gets back, they'll probably go eleven deep, which is basically what they did last year. They just you know they poured it on with just guys. So um, this is a good example. This one was a good example of just pouring, you know, guys on a, on a team and just wearing them down. They they hang they hung in the whole game. Bradley would go on some runs. Their crowd would get into it, and it's a good that's a good basketball school that they they support their team. It really, is. The crowd would get into it. And Cleveland State weathered the storm. There, there was a lot to take from that if you're a Cleveland State person like yourself. Indeed, absolutely. I mean, th- yeah, this again probably the best road game they played all season. A good, a good win for the Horizon League. Love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. what wasn't a good one for the Horizon League? We mentioned it already. Green Bay and Oklahoma. Let's just pretend it didn't happen. I'm going to – I got to. I mean, okay, this is amazing because they were uh, – because Green Bay was by, was within one point with five minutes left in the game. With what, five minutes left in the half. In the half, not the game. 20. Half. 21-20. They for the next twenty minutes they scored I believe ten points. The rest of the game they scored about ten. Forty-seven. Points. They got outscored forty-seven to ten. Forty-seven to ten. That was a rough. They end. had no rough, answers. rough end of the game. Rough end of the game. Yeah, but, it's funny. But they had some moments early. They did. They had, they were with them up until that five minute mark in the first half. It was definitely. We I, I was. I think I was like, okay, this is definitely not the Iowa State game where that was basically they basically got run out of the gym right to, right from the outset. But I don't know what happened between I don't know what happened at the five minute mark afterwards, but it just yeah, let, we can just forget about that one. Cash collectively, the check all collectively Horizon the Horizon Roundtable was a Horizon Roundtable was just kind of watching this like, wait, are they are they going to do that? Uh, no, no, never mind, never no, mind, fail. Absolutely not. Um, Purdue Fort Wayne won again, which is a statement we always keep saying. They they, yeah, they, they do what they're supposed to do. They beat a, they beat a bad team. Yeah, Bethune Cookman. Well, funny enough, apparently Bethune Cookman was leading the country in like steals and leading the country in most caused turnover and most turnovers caused. I think they they average their opponents average like twenty one turnovers a game, um, and. Purdue Fort Wayne is like ninth at like 18. Uh, so Purdue Fort Wayne did what they needed to do and uh, made uh, Bethune Cookman uh, cough up the ball 19 times. You know how many turnovers Purdue Fort Wayne actually had? Eight. I was gonna say I I know, but I, I don't think you're actually asking me. Yeah, it was rhetorical. It was eight, and once again, I mean, basically they're you know they're starting five. All the guys in double figures. They did what they needed to do. They were a little, they were a little off to begin that game. They were a little off to begin that game. So I, I obviously, I think they were down by like six, and then that was they realized, okay, we got to stop doing this, and then they won by twenty-three. I find it interesting that both teams missed 10, 10 free throws. <laughs> ten free throws. Yeah. Each team, Fort Wayne, you, you got You got to hit those. They're free. They give them to you. Just yeah, Corey had not did not have a good game. Corey had not had not had a good game at the free throw line. Man, 
No. I swear, I mean, people are going to listen to this. People are going to listen to this podcast and like, hey, okay, Bob's making puns at the end. We had a YouTuber at the beginning. Why are we listening to this shit today? Because you care about yeah, the Horizon League. That's why. You know, damn it, give give up and just go on to New Year's. Damn it, you dumbasses. Oh yeah, and IUPUI lost to Lindenwood. I think we've discussed that enough. I think we've beaten that to death. Speaking of beaten to death, Robert Morris won a game. Yeah, to, against St. Vincent. Um, okay. Yes. Yay. 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 Northern, yeah. Um, another directional Kentucky battle, though. Northern Kentucky nope, beat that, Kentucky. That's a good one. That's a good one there. Yeah, well, um, sort of. Um, Northern Kentucky should have won this game because Eastern Kentucky isn't as good as I thought they were. Um. Yeah, I, I was watching the game. I probably should have watched the game on mute because the announcers near the end were just had, you know, kept talking about the officiating like it mattered. Don't no, guys. Officiating. You, you know, yeah. But yeah, that was good. Um, Sam Vincent doing Sam. So, so I'm clear. It looks like Sam Vincent is kind of is running the point at this right now, it looks like. So he's the guy running the point, and they got Michael Bradley off the bench. That seems to be the kind of the configuration of this offense. Kind of, but but at the same time, you you kind of have Mar- Marquez Warwick, I mean, with the ball in his hand most of the time. Yeah, that's true. But, but not really running the point, but kind of running the point. It's, I don't know. And it seems like they've. Uh, I, it seems like this two-headed, this Nordic two-headed monster that they have up front, is, yeah, Etijere and Cade Meyer seems to be working with it, leading as we expected a little more towards Etijere. Yeah, and Cade Meyer's are, just kind of spelling, spelling, spelling the minutes, and Cade Meyer is what Cade Meyer. Like we, we all know what to expect from that. From that, Darren Horn knew what to expect from that, and uh, working out just fine. It, it, it looks like it is. Yeah, it looks like. Yeah, I mean, they're start- it looks like they're starting with L.J. Wells and then bringing Michael Bradley in um, later on. And it, it seems to be working. You got Michael Bradley got seven seven assists in this game. But to your point, uh, Sam Vincent had four and Marcos Warwick had three assists apiece. So um, key difference between those two, um, they combined, uh, Vincent and Warwick combined for seven assists and seven turnovers, while Michael Bradley had seven assists and no turnovers. So a good stat line it is it is a good stat line i mean they only you know turned the ball over 12 times so they didn't do bad at all which is funny which is good because uh eastern was eastern kentucky was pouring on the pressure defense like hard so yeah that was that was something oh so are you ready for uh so you ready for oakland uh, michigan state especially after you saw the baylor game I was really excited to go a whole week without even mentioning Oakland. That was this, this was you, you're ruining this for me here. That's okay. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, you got to talk about it. I mean, it's the it's the Oakland Michigan State game. I every mean, year, as as an Oakland year. person, you you just you you hope this is the one. Is this the time that Oakland's finally going to get Michigan State? Just one time. You just you you want to see it. And God, Michigan State's been playing some bad basketball, and you were thinking this Oakland team's playing pretty good. Michigan State is not very good. Yeah, it, this, this could be the one. And then Michigan State showed up and just slapped Baylor around Little Caesars. Just yeah, slapped him. It was funny. But um, I wa- not know, that he's going to listen. I, I got to shout out Greg Campy for, for a moment here. Because on his radio show on Monday, he said, 
because uh, this Saturday, this uh, the Michigan State-Baylor game was supposed to be Michigan State-Oakland at Little Caesars Arena, but Michigan State had the opportunity to bring Baylor in and said, we'd rather do that. So you, what do you do other than say, fine? But Greg Campy said, they're going to be sad because when Oakland and Little and Michigan State have played basketball there, those have been some of the highest attended games in Little Caesars. Sold out games between Oakland and Michigan State. But he said, with Baylor coming in, Baylor fans not going to to travel. They're not going to get the attendance that they would with Oakland. He was right. They put they filled that stadium about sixty percent. So, kudos to Greg Campy. He might know what he's talking about. Hmm, possibly. But the burning question I have is: um, Will we be seeing ugly sweaters this year? I know um, my, didn't last my year. Understanding, um, because that was actually asked on his radio show, and uh, Greg was not planning to, um, to even approach Tom about it because Tom Izzo's in a real bad mood these days because Michigan State's not been playing well. But coming off the Baylor win, maybe there's a an opportunity. Maybe there's a slither, a slither, a sliver of hope, sliver, not slither, yeah. a sliver of hope. And then, of course, we got at 10, 10 p.m. on Monday night, uh, Detroit Mercy, Loyal Marymount. We talked about them and, you know, possibly having people there that weren't there before. So, Which right. is funny because if, if Oaks is on the team now, as expected, he was doing his post-high school work in California. So he flew from California to Detroit just to fly back to California. I don't think okay. I, I don't know how the rule. I think the I think the first time that they can even like practice is Saturday. So I don't know. Two days practice. I don't know if he's there. I'd have just waited in California for him at that point. Hopped on the plane but, back with them. But I but I know that. But wow, this is going to be the Oakland buzzsaw this week. I just saw that. I forgot that we have Oakland Dayton. We do, and that's the one like, that uh, Schumacher. You better be in the back, but you better be in the you know you better be on the in the stands, buddy. Campy said he doesn't care. You can wear your right state stuff, but he would love to have right state fans there just cheering against Dayton. You don't even have to cheer for Oakland necessarily. Just come yeah. and cheer against Dayton. This is against Dayton. Reach out. If you're a right state fan that's thinking that maybe you'd like to be a part of that, reach out. Greg Campy will try to get you right behind the bench. Yeah, absolutely. He'll take, he'll um, take I care wanna, of it. So I do want to go back to, uh, to Tuesday because Miami of Ohio is playing right state. And I got to say this because um, Anderson Marambo, you remember that guy? I do. He used to be at Cleveland State. Yeah. He followed Rob Summers. He followed Rob. He joined Rob Summers, who became an assistant in Miami. And he was, I think, he was a preseason All First Team Mac this year. So he's a big dude. Him, I guess, That's I guess, all I remember. I mean, he's awesome. So I can't wait to see him against Braun and uh, Braun and Noel. It'll be fun. And that's in Dayton too. So. Um, I think I think uh, you know Purdue Fort Wayne's luck might run out. They are playing Pitt on Wednesday, so yeah, that might be yeah their luck might run out on that one. But then again, you never know. Um, Robert Morris is playing St. Francis. Robert Morris needs to win this game. Going away, they need to win this game. So and then we have like a whole spigot of team of games on on that Thursday. Um, Detroit Mercy, probably the only chance they're going to be able to win a non-conference game is against Central Michigan at Central Michigan. So crossing our fingers, that actually happens. Um, Western play, Western Michigan plays Cleveland State at Cleveland State, so I'm a little more confident that Cleveland State will win that game. Navy's playing Youngstown State at Youngstown State. Um, IUPUI's playing the Fighting Campies of Defiance. Yeah, and who knows? It'll probably be a, a tight game down to the wire. Yeah. Oh, Maybe Mantis oh. is available. Oh, man. 
Uh, I don't know, man. He might switch sides. I don't know. Um, Green Bay has another non-division one, MSO. They play them, and then Northern Kentucky. We get transitive property again because they play. They go out to California, play St. Mary's. I love the transitive property. Can't rely on love it, but the it's transitive fun. property. Um, I don't love it as much as Horizon on Horizon Crime, but we're pretty much you know yeah. past that. So let's let's start leaning into transitive property. Um, don't take this the wrong way, but Friday I don't care about because you know my mom and dad's 50th anniversary. Sorry, guys. No, sorry, Horizon League fans, not my parents, but. <laughs> No, I'll be more focused on that, guys. That's a fun one. Enjoy that. Although Chattanooga, although Chattanooga and Milwaukee, and it's going to be good. Cornell and Cornell at Robert Morris. I don't know what Cornell does. Again, that that is a game that Robert Morris has to win. Absolutely has to win. Would be nice, but um, uh, I'm not. I'm. I have to imagine that 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 seat over there that uh, that tool sits on's got to be getting a little, little toasty. Toasty. Yeah. And then the last non-conference game of this uh, non-conference game is Detroit Mercy at NC State. They're just side to side across the country. Like, man, Mike Davis not doing them any favors, paying the bills. Yeah, paying the bills. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. So that's gonna do it. We we squeezed in a lot of stuff. We squeezed oh, in an interview with lot. a YouTuber. We talked about the week. We talked about the upsets. We talked about the transfer waiver thing. We talked about next, you know, what's coming up this week. We got a lot of stuff in. We did awesome. I, I guess. I, I, I think we can walk away from this one. I'm feeling all right, Bob. Good. All right. So, um, one programming note. Um, I don't know. Are we doing? I don't know. We're we gonna do one after do one after the Detroit Mercy game, or screw it. Have Merry Christmas to everybody. You know what? Screw it. Merry Christmas to everybody. There you go. But you know what's coming. But Matt, New Year's Day is coming up, and you know what that means. Tell us what that means, Bob. But that means the live episode. Uh, so um, be sure to we're doing this. I'm sick of screwing around with you know trying to do multiple platforms. We're going going to go live exclusively on our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash at Horizon Roundtable. So subscribe. That's where we're gonna be. We'll have a good so, time. We all will, because usually, we, yeah, because we usually, uh, we usually bring in a bunch of guys, a bunch of our guys, so that that's usually fun. So, all right, that's gonna wrap it up for us. Horizonroundtable.com. That is where our content is. That is where our articles and our podcast episodes are at. Uh, you can pull us up wherever podcasts are found. You can pull us up on your Amazon or Google devices. So, uh, tune in New Year's Day for our live episode, 1 p.m. Eastern. 1 p.m. Eastern. Until then, thank you all for listening.